No leader? You're just gonna play? Okay. What? Yeah. <clears throat> I'll do what I want. Shut when the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show Where I don't know, man Cause the truth is I don't know, man I just I don't know, man Are we both doing the harmonics? Yeah Harmonizing with the harmony of the harmonic. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. Hello, all my little tinks out there. Paula Tinkerts. And Paula Tinkerts and Snowflake. Aww. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Paula Tinkering. Yay. Yay. And I don't know, man. That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, with us, as usual, is Mr. Sean Falbernitz. Oh. Hi, Sean. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. Yeah. And also, <laughs> something like quiet and calm. <laughs> Across the table, we have Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi, Joey. Hey, Sean. What are you doing? The... Oh. My two Sean's. Aw. Uh, what do we have today, my two Sean's? I don't know, man. What do we got? Wasn't well, that we a have... sitcom from the 90s where they like adopted the little girl? My two and, Sean's. Yeah. That would be really funny. You and I raising a little girl would be the funniest it's thing me. I've ever seen. I think it would be a lot oh like that show. <laughs> You're raising You're me. So right. <laughs> It's exactly right. It's like Joey in the, the middle mom, or something. You're the dad and you're the kid. That's Jeez. my favorite analogy ever. Yeah. Besides the the truth, which is, you know, Stan, Kyle, and Carmen. Except the truth is I'm teaching the parents. That's on this one. Usually. Mm. They Usually. learn from the kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see it. Sure. Fucking <laughs> dad over there. <laughs> Impress me. Show us your homework. Yeah. What, what do you got? <laughs> well, today we have a very atomic topic. Explosive, very nuclear. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Family? <laughs> These are horrible. Uh, we're uh, going to be talking about nuclear weapons, and the question really is: Do we need nuclear weapons? Yep. In this modern time, and if so, let's go into those little further questions, such as: What country should have nuclear weapons? All of them. <laughs> in those countries, who should have control of them? Everyone. Uh, should we limit the numbers of them? Nope. And how do we compare ourselves to the Cold War era? You can't just say yes or no there. <laughs> Bigger. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, how has our mentality changed from the Cold War era as a, as a term of mutual destruction? Is that still a thing? Uh, how about weapons of mass destruction? How do we view the nuclear weapons in terms of weapons of mass destruction? Because we Pronounce nuclear. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> WMDs. And I also want to talk, if you guys had time to, we could delve into these separate issues of nuclear weapons for sorry, sorry, North Korea. It's your first time I've had a mic. <laughs> North, uh, and nuclear weapons for Israel and nuclear weapons in Iran, which are kind of three or three countries or so that are kind of controversial with their nuclear weapons, obviously. Uh, Japan, we could talk about how their policy of having no nuclear weapons and why. And obviously the history of J nuclear weapons in Japan is... It needs to be mentioned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously we can mention Hiroshima and Nagasaki at some point. We um, just did. We just did. Yeah. But we can dive into that. But let's, I guess, start at the top in um, maybe countries. Do you guys think specific countries should have nuclear weapons? How does that, how does that work? I mean, obviously you know which ones have them. Yeah. What do you think? Sean Fah. 
First off, that's not the at the top. But well, uh, the first one, the first one was, <laughs> no, do we kidding, need kidding. nuclear weapons? Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So it, I mean, if we're already going to assume that we that we need nukes, then I, I yeah, I I I've always had a problem with this this idea that we should be keeping other countries from being able to protect themselves. Um, you know, we've kind of established ourselves as the world police, as uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have pointed out on many occasions. America, exactly. Fuck yeah. So in in that way, if we are going to be that, then, I mean, it's, it's I, I just, yeah, <clears throat> to, to tell another country that they're just not responsible enough to have a nuke, to me, is why they want a nuke to begin with and will just be that much more incentive for them to go that direction. Well, I'm not sure we're necessarily saying America ought to say who should or who, sh- who shouldn't have it. I think we're, well, I think we, Joey's we want to make a coalition just, to decide that and then America right, wants a, a bigger voice than most people. So okay, like, fair enough. <laughs> okay, well, you know, the countries aside and borders yeah. aside, let's just should ask we, the question. Should yeah, we have like, nukes? Yeah, should do in we... In a more philosophical do way. Do we need nukes in the first place? Well, I think... <sighs> Yeah, well, I think yeah, the answer is yes, unfortunately. Uh, and we have to use that unfortunately. Um, well, so in a, in a world where there never was a nuclear weapon, did we, did we need them? No. Well, n- without them, we wouldn't have found nuclear <clears throat> power, which might be our savior. Um, well, so, okay. I mean, the, you know, there are ramifications. From war grows a lot of technology. Without, like, with, you know, the, the human impulse for weaponry is... Aside, but, I'm, 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 that's why I'm stating more philosophically. Yeah, yeah. Like, forget, let's, we can presuppose. Let's say we're allowed to have nuclear power, okay. but we never had the the you know predisposition to create a nuclear to create a weapon, weapon out of it. Okay. Right? Did, did, did we at any point did our society them. need that ever? I mean, certainly it was the natural evolution of you know the butter battle book, if you will. Well, I mean, that's going society, back to but, saying, do we need war? I mean, you know, uh, war you, always escalates. No, and, you if you still, said you that, presuppose war, but if you nukes. said that question, if you proposed that question to Truman. I think he would answer it, yes, we needed that nuclear bomb. It was a good idea at the time, certainly. And he would even say it was necessary. Okay. So, it was necessary um, to I use. I think you've mentioned it before. Break he that would say down that. again. <clears throat> Break that Sorry, argument down. Uh, he would basically say that the nuclear bomb was used to force Japan to surrender. So first off, this is the, the guy that was on the TV, right? The J- Jim Carrey movie? The Truman Show. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'll, I'll give it a chuckle. What was Truman? What was his his first name again in the Truman Show? Um, I don't even know. It Truman was his first name. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. yeah tr- it, oh yeah, yeah, it was Truman something. Mm, I don't remember his last yeah, name. Doesn't matter. Capote. <laughs> totally different. Harry S. Truman would yeah. argue that we needed nukes because Japan would never surrender. It was total war, and they would have been willing to for Actually, all of them to die. He wasn't completely on board. He had to be convinced. I mean, it's really MacArthur and the generals who really convinced him. Okay. MacArthur is the guy who's the biggest proponent of nuclear bombs we've ever seen, maybe since Trump. Uh, or <laughs> until true. Trump, I guess. Well, if we have them, why don't we use them? Right. Um, well, let's not delve into that one. Times, <laughs> times three. <laughs> uh, so the argument was, let's try... Well, they, I mean, they had it in developed for a long time. The Manhattan Project was not started by Truman. It was started by Roosevelt. And the idea was to keep up with the larger weapons of Germany that they were starting to crazily build, like with a, the rocket, the V2 rocket, for instance. And they had these crazy, you know, the- Throwback to our literally liter- literary episode. There's tons, I mean, you could go to the History Channel right now and they have like an episode on each of Germany's magical miracles from like the war. And mm-hmm. they do have these crazy ideas and they were good, but they were over-engineered. 
<clears throat> America competed with that with the Manhattan Project, and they spent literally the most amount of money that any government project has ever spent ever, I think, when you compare inflation. Mm-hmm. Talking about close to a trillion dollars or something like that, modern money. Anyways, the point is that— What was their justification for creating it, though? Why did they want to create it? It would end the war. At the yeah. time, even I mean, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the Manhattan Project war, before yeah. going going into it, you were saying that it was even before that. It was always to end the war. Well, it was just simply another the, that the higher thing form that to have of the biggest dick. Yeah, to have the Got best it, okay. war technology. Got and it. Okay. Honestly, so the second you have the biggest war technology, what? Well, we also knew. Well, we knew that the Germans were doing it too. Okay. So it was more of a, a race than it was anything. Uh, we kind of found out that the Germans weren't as far ahead as we were as we thought they were. So the second you had the biggest dick, no one's going to fuck with you. Um, well, if someone else is getting a bigger dick, you need at least something. Here's you the way. Okay. Here's you the way. At least that, a dick. Yeah. Um, the American military military has had a traditional history of this, and it starts kind of with Sherman uh, in Civil War. Uh, and this is basically the is idea- the bigger cannons? Kind, not just the bigger cannons, but we're talking civilian deaths, collateral mm. damage. Uh, and this is Sherman's March to the Sea. Very mm. famous, obviously, from Gone with the Wind. He burned Atlanta. Uh, he also burned every single uh, crop, and also he destroyed all of the, um, the railways in Georgia to the extent that they- fucked up their economy. This was the idea of total war. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he basically said that it was actually moral to do total war because it would end the war quicker and that it's come to the point where casualties have been so crazy that to end the war quicker, even by giving some civilian casualties and fucking up their civilian life is actually justified morally because it ends the war quicker. And the faster war ends, the more merciful war is because war is all hell, is what he said. Hmm. And it's amazing. This is Sherman. We're talking about the guy who's like saying he's trying to give mercy to the people he's literally burning alive and that kind of thing. Okay. So it's insane. I think, and that that started the tradition up until World War II. We're not talking much time here. This sure. is 1860 to 1940s or so. And the generals have still kind of thought that way. And that's the proponing idea coming into, against Japan. Interesting. And it, and that does flip the second you look at a nuclear weapon because a nuclear weapon in a weird way is the biggest deterrent. I mean, that's right. As far as the Cold War is concerned, that, that's why neither of us, it's mutually that's assured destruction. Exactly. You know what I, mean? I think it's, so it's, it's a difference there. We, yeah, we've just, you, just, it's, new it's the biggest deterrent when someone else has some, has right. One. So when we get into that mad, that mutually assured destruction, then it becomes a deterrent from doing things. But when you're the only one on the block, right, it's a different game. Then it's, yeah, it's a, it's a oh, question okay. of, well, in World War II, we were the only ones who had it in World, oh, 1944, 43, okay. 45. Then Russia did get it, I think in 48 or something like that. Okay. And then the game changed. And then, and then it became changed. a two-man game. Got and it. then it became— So it was no longer about the biggest dick. It was now about— Mutual— it was chess, basically. Assured destruction. Mutually yeah, assured. Now it was what, about, what did I say before? Mutually. M- mutually assured destruction. Oh, I did say it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it sure. But now it becomes about matching them. It becomes about um, being able to withstand their first attack and being able to wipe them out when, you know, once we've been attacked. But because uh, war is hell. And so, yeah, and we, so it's still back to that same logic in a weird way. Didn't you see War Games? It's all about I the— I did. Uh, yeah. Professor Falcon. Exactly. Joshua. Oh, there was a Joshua reference earlier in some. It's probably Stranger Things, mm. whatever. Um, like the like the password was Joshua to, in uh, something, and I was like, oh, this, oh, you know what? It might have been uh, Mister Robot. Anyway, mm. I don't remember. The only way to win is not to play. <laughs> um, well, so again, that does. So that's what they thought. Were they correct? Do we need nukes? I mean, that's why I was saying, philosophically speaking, if we never had that predisposition to to have the biggest dick on the block, yeah. Um. Do we need it? Or I guess it's just... Well, what, what... I mean, are you talking theoretically or realistically? Are you talking about like right after World War II, should we have just said, no, we're not making any more of these, it's done? 
Oh, uh, okay. I was talking philosophically as usual. Sure, just overall, but, like, but, like we have the technology, but we're not going to build it because morally we think it's the wrong thing to do. Uh, yes. Yeah, That might. that's probably the more interesting question. Because at that point, it's like Einstein discovered this uh, in, you know, the 30s. We mm-hmm. kind of had it's, the tech, not the technology, but the framework to, to put it together, I suppose. And then all of a sudden we needed the uranium to, to make it happen, right? Am I wrong? I'm sorry, no, 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 that all sounds brilliant. I don't know if it was Einstein, but... Well, yeah, you kind of started th- talking about the relativities and all that. I believe yeah, I no, was given the, it, the credit for some Yeah, of it. M- most of the, uh, the base science comes from even, relativity. Sorry. And the uh, Einstein was basically, really? yeah, E equals MC squared is the calculation for how big the explosion is going to be, essentially. So the energy is the mass. That doesn't time. mean, it's, no, no, but that, okay, go ahead, sorry. I, that's just the basic I, uh, fundamental math is a lot of what he, it comes from him. Uh, he didn't, he wasn't part of the actual uh, Philadelphia, or not the Philadelphia. Man- Manhattan Project. Um, he advised a couple of people or, you know, talked to some people on the Manhattan Project, but he was not actually part of it. Um, that's what I mean. I, I think splitting the- It was the, um, Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's what I mean. Splitting splitting the, yeah, what is it? I am death. I, I am become death uh, incarnate. I, uh, Destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Something, something, yeah. yeah. Which, oh, which was, no, but it is Oppenheimer, but anyway, yeah. I am become death. Whatever. I know you were thinking of Ozymandias. Is that what you- Yeah, I, that's probably. What I was thinking yeah, of. I think so too. Ozzy Osbourne? Ozymandias, <laughs> the Shelley poem. Crazy Train? <laughs> See literally literary for that. <laughs> Podcast.com. Um, Podcast. Uh, we'll go into who. For some reason, so I think, so Einstein's math can answer a lot of the questions of what happens after, but I don't think yeah. it informed how to split the atom is what I'm saying. No, but he, it, it did inform oh, how much. Pro- quantum mechanics. Uh, no, it, it did inform how much energy was released, I think, no, upon destruction. Yeah, yeah, but what, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Those, those equations aren't what creates it. They're just what explains okay. the aftermath. It's, sure. it's how they can calculate afterwards, sure. but uh, it's not what helped build it. No, no, I think the, like, um, those explained it. I think Oppenheimer's deal was controlling it. Oppenheimer's deal was actually getting the things to do exactly what you want them to do. Okay. So it, the I think I'm I'm still pretty sure that uh, Einstein is the fundamental math behind it. Uh, oh sure, there might be. I, well, absolutely, yeah, probably. Either way, I think we were trying to. It's just, the fundamental yeah. answer yeah. everything. Does, yeah, so we're so trying to, answers everything. We're people. trying to answer a philosophical question either way, right? And and it doesn't quite matter who exactly, it, exactly. got the numbers. It, it, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, uh, it's. So, yeah, go ahead, answer. Well, no, no, I thought you were about to answer that philosophical question or of theoretically... Well, ask it again. What is it? In a world where no nukes have been created, do we need to create a nuke where we can? We we have nuclear power. We have the power to do it. We understand how to control nuclear devices. We just haven't created it in a weaponized form. Should we not do it at all? Should we do it? I guess it sort of might go back to war. Um, it, you know, it it just feels too dangerous. I guess that's the end. I mean, if 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 our if the thing if the one thing we can agree upon is the perpetuation of our society in in the most you know harmonious way possible, right? Um, and you know, sure, there are there. I could go down a million different rabbit holes with that as far as how to really create that world. But let's just let's just start with the one question: Are nukes? Um, uh, uh, not not invited necessarily or even acceptable, but do they help perpetuate that society? And I, I don't think it does. I don't I, I don't know if it does. Well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, a one, good deterrent. The one time they exactly. were used, you could argue they did. Right, but one, after they're used the first time, I, I haven't really thought about this before, but it's striking me now that um, increasing the idea of mutually assured destruction is is rather ridiculous. If you if it is uh, the idea. 
it, basically, we should be working on defense for nukes instead of offense for nukes then. Once that genie is out of the bottle, we have to figure out, you know, the the Star Wars program well, of they kind shooting of, it out from the they, sky. They, they kind of did uh, to an extent. The problem is yeah, we, obviously— So I'm clear. We can't do that now, right? Like, no, if, if somebody fires, we're close, like, we we're can better, get it, but, but it's just yeah. not fast enough is the problem. Yeah, just because nukes have such like a, a crazy huge range of, yeah. of radioactivity that even if you blow it up a mile exactly. away from the target— right. Still hits Still a crazy hit huge population That's center. That's the reason we don't do nuclear powered satellites and things like that because we don't want to put more. Like yeah. we've already exploded enough uh, uranium in the atmosphere. That Actually, it's funny. Obviously, we're talking about Jersey because we always talk about Jersey, but Jersey is one of the most amount of silos actually from the Cold War era. Actually, oh, really? uh, from from defense. Jersey FT dubs. Yes, yeah, so there's it? tons of missile silos actually underneath Jersey. In the, abandoned in the garden or still state. operating? Some abandoned, some, abandoned, some gotcha. still operating. That just seems, like, <laughs> I think I brought this up, up before, but I was watching uh, Footloose recently, but it just seems like one of those places that like, you know, that local teens would go hang out or something and it'd just be full of graffiti or something. Abandoned silos? Yeah, I just see that as being In like, New it, Jersey, yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, I can see the situation hanging out there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at, at this point is, is defense not the bigger idea like mutually assured destruction just is uh, a deterrent in that you know yeah i, I kind of want to talk about that because i wanted to mention duck and cover oh just right as a joke. yeah yeah what do we do about a nuke like well, yeah but, like, even, but but it just seems so philosophically wrong just to kill that many people in one foul swoop like it just, just because they're killing us no, not even for. I mean, forget the mutually assured destruction. I'm just mm -hmm. talking philosophically speaking. Oh, just to use that in an act a of nuclear yeah. weapon. It's just. It just seems the so idea of just doing it at once. Yeah, it just seems so societally um, antithetical yeah. to the to the to the principle of perpetual well, the question. ultimate genocide. Well, I have a question. Yeah. So I understand. Is it the idea that you're killing a, a amount of civilians? I think is your problem, or is it the idea of just the amount of destruction? Because let's I, I think I, I see this this synonymous. You know what I'm saying? Like what happens if there is um, a nuclear explosion, but it just hits completely industrial targets or like military targets? It doesn't actually kill a single civilian. It just kills only uh, soldiers on the other team, other side. Well, I guess again that goes back to the whole war thing. Uh, sure, okay, should, that's a fair just, point. And it's just so, an extremely powerful yeah. bomb. A small tactical, right? Nuke. Exactly, exactly, and 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 so the, I guess in that in that instance, you're right. My my biggest opposition to it probably would be civilian civilian casualties. Yeah. Yes, if it only hit soldiers who have all agreed upon the idea yeah. of possibly dying in They're this all part war. of the game, right? If, no, if yeah. they, I mean, sure. one, once you essentially you put know, a agree on. to be part of the war, put yeah. a uniform yeah. on, then you've you know you've accepted the terms that you may die in this game that you play. But you we know also I mean? have to take into account that America or. Uh, most of our enemies are not agreeing to be in the war. Um, you know, the, you are forced into the military in, in most places. So those are essentially civilians yeah. where... Yeah, well, okay, I, so I, that, do, I, I do always go back to that utopia. Okay, so yeah. you guys are completely right. I think you're jumping to a modern society, yeah, sure. which is true. Yeah. The game has changed because now it's an asynchronous warfare. It's right. not... We're not asynchronous. Well, I mean, it's, it's always been asynchronous. I well, mean, I mean, uh, I'm just saying Cold War was not quite. Cold yeah, War was, yeah, that's was one, true, one. one of the first. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So we they had the Cold War era and then we did right once on. the Cold War did fall now it is a completely different game of kind of that broken arrow thing yeah. of the big countries have nukes and then we have to keep them all really really super super tight because we don't know who could get them theoretically anyone could get them anyone yeah. could use them sounds like Russia is not keeping them as tight as they say they are but yeah exactly so <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess I don't want to jump quite there yet. So yeah, you were yet. jumping to the other part, though. So go ahead to what you were I was. I kind of want to stick, stay in the Cold War mentality, if that's cool with sure, you guys, yeah. before we jump there. 
I wanted to talk about like, like the, the idea of defense was kind of impractical. There's just no way of defense because what they did was they did duck and cover. Yeah. And which was a joke, obviously. And they, they realized there was nothing they could do. So they just kind of gave you this- the Pacifier. Yeah. <laughs> this placebo effect, this sugar pill. To what make could it. they do though? I mean, what-, what, what j- They could pass out iodine pills and potassium bananas, right? <laughs> Tune into literally literary. Yeah. Yeah. Gravity's rainbow. Too many come back. Too many back. Um, I was watching some uh, some conspiracy shows on the uh, the old Netflix there the other day, and one of them was the the Nazi conspiracies, and they were talking about all of the underground bunkers that they built. Uh, that was the the fact portion. The extrapolated conspiracy portion was that they also built those bunkers in Antarctica. Antarctica. But uh, that aside. <laughs> That the Nazi. Why uh, even mention it? Why I even mention it so the watch? So, <laughs> discredit yourself. Yeah, uh. <laughs> it's like you had a factual party. It's like, to do, you know, let's talk about a conspiracy that we're not going to talk about. I want to mention this fact, but just around it, I just want to throw a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's so, what I do. So, so the Nazis have a bunch of bunkers. Why? Well, it, it's basically like it, uh, underground cities, essentially. So that, like, uh, oh, okay. when they were being completely attacked, or if they were, if they were nuked, if they were bombed. Sure. They could live underground. Um, if you've seen, uh, Mr. President, uh, there must not be a mine shaft gap. Exactly. Yeah, that. <laughs> mine shaft. I, I was also I thinking twelve plan. monkeys, but yeah, that's. Uh, um, you know, you they they were planning for that, and they you know they had the ability to withstand nukes. I mean, you know, a lot of their population would have been gone. But I mean, you know, is is it better to spend all of the money that we spent on nukes in building underground housing so that if we get nuked, we're fine? Is it, you know, I mean- Back to it, your defense question. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is it- Or is, is mutual destruction the best defense? Yeah, is it, well, I mean, no, it's it, that's certainly not the best defense anymore because we're, you know, it's it, we're not, we're in that ancient warfare. It might have been in the Cold War. Before we jump to that, is it yeah. realistic to- is it realistic to, to think, build a bomb shelter for everyone? No, 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 no. I just, is it before the bomb shelter? Is it realistic <laughs> to imagine a world? No, no, okay. Not even to imagine the world. Is there, is it realistic to hope that the entire world will ultimately all agree to disarm nuclear weapons? No. Joy. The entire world? Is that yes. really your question? Yeah. No. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So that, that we're just going to have nukes for the rest of our society. Yeah. Now we're there. Likely. Yep. You think so? Well, it's like, you know, uh, give up the computer, give up the car, give up the gun, give up, you I know, any type- the same. I mean, there's, there's I, what, well, what technologies okay. of power. This, is, this was my question was, okay. was, should we limit the numbers and also theoretically about who is the power? We can talk about that one in a second, but numbers here is kind of your question. Like, um, and, and we have lowered the numbers since mm. the cold war is over. We've, we've like lowered well, our stockpile by- We stopped building them and then we decommissioned- We decommissioned yeah. them. Does it matter though? The numbers, well, do, do it matters. numbers matter? I mean, even just one, like one- one matters, but I'll tell you what. No, I mean, I, once we get down yeah, to one, is definitely different than three. Why? Well, we have seven thousand, and Russia has like right, right. ten thousand. But I'm saying we need to get that down to maybe where we have like a hundred, and they have like you know a hundred or something like that. So theoretically, we could maybe harm someone, but we can't destroy the world. Maybe I, you know, okay, I don't know. Well, it, that's what I guess that's what I'm saying too. I mean, if, is if, there a number? Yeah. Well, not even if there a number, because you know, again, one. One is sort of the same as zero. I almost see, mm. or at the very least, if you can if you can agree to get down to one, you may as well just say, "What the fuck do we need them at all?" Then, 
I right? Mean, I mean, so if you only are allowed to have one. One means- One, one is no longer mutually assured destruction. One is just fuck you. Then that's um, why the fuck you element. Like, you we've can, already agreed that it's so silly just to say, just to, you know. Don't forget how powerful one nuclear bomb is. That's kind is. of what it's I'm not, saying. It's not like the atomic bombs. I think we forget that they are thermonuclear hydrogen bombs now that can take out six times the area and the radius of what they used to be. It's not mm -hmm. like Hiroshima and Nagasaki we're talking about. We're talking about- yeah, how sure. big? How big would the radius be? Here? Sure, but it, it, it is the biggest possible it bomb. I think we actually did yeah, this before. I think we've done this before. But <laughs> yeah, it, I'll look it, it up. Really? It, yeah, yeah. It is just one. I don't though. remember that at all. Um, so it, you know, I mean, once you once you throw that one, if the other people had two, you know, if someone else has two and we have one, they bomb us first. We throw ours back at them, and then they come and finish us off. You know, it's just it's a chess match. It's how how many you know if we're if we're playing uh, if we're shooting free throws in basketball. And right. you get five chances and I get four, you're probably going to win every time. Well, that's what goes back to the whole tic-tac-toe element, though. I mean, if yeah. we, we've sort of agreed that philosophically it doesn't first. make any sense. <laughs> no, no, no. No one can. You cannot win tic-tac-toe. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to win tic-tac-toe. That's tic -tac -toe. the Joshua argument. Right. And yeah. so if it's mutually assured destruction in that sense, then what's the point in even fucking playing? Hence, do we need nuclear weapons at all as a society? That's that's what I'm saying. If we that's why I keep going back to the defense thing, because especially in our asynchronous warfare that we have now, there is no there is no benefit to mutually assured destruction when right. you're going against one you know small group of individuals that may have a briefcase nuke. But we just snook. have to have them because they are there, and someone's going to have them no matter what. Like there's no way to there's no way to philosophically argue. Well, let's just say North Korea. There's mm -hmm. no way to tell North Korea that neither of us need these. I mean, if we disarmed our nuclear weapons, yeah. do we think it'd be realistic to think that North Korea would also do the same? That's the thing. Like, I, you know, that uh, or even Russia. You know, if we right. got rid of all of ours, is is Russia going to put theirs back in uh, um, uh, Cuba? You know, is that right. uh, not that that needs to happen anymore? They can certainly have the missiles to get here. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it. There is still that threat. You know, we aren't. Uh, the world is not a utopia yet, and uh, mutually assured destruction is still part of our defense it's just not the most active portion yeah right but now. i guess you said yeah and that's what i'm saying like is it even realistic to say the word yet for what i'm sorry that it could be a utopia in some capacity at the very least in the nuclear weapon question oh yeah yeah i did i say it's not a utopia yet Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to imply I had any optimism I, there. I, I knew, I knew you didn't, and I didn't. I wasn't suggesting that you were. I was, I was genuinely asking. I, I, is it even possible? I mean, do you do you think there's ever a point in this society that we could sort of see this? What, what was it like? Um, you know, the, there's that old, you know, a it probably years years of like empathize with now? your enemy. Oh yeah, empathize with your enemy. Like if everybody's able to mm -hmm. empathize with one another's enemy, and all, like if Russia was ha having the exact same conversation that we are, in mm -hmm. the sense of like, you know, I don't think America's ever going to fucking do it if we did away with it. If they just were able to figure out to have this kind of pure empathy, empathy with one another to say it's so ridiculous. The fuck do we need nuclear weapons for? Well, yeah, the the world is getting smaller every day. Yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm going. The you know the the more that we communicate, the more that internet gets everywhere. The more that a single language takes over, the more that you know we are all able to communicate, or maybe Your not even melting a, pot that you always want yeah. To talk I mean, well, maybe my melting pot isn't a single language. Maybe it's the the babblefish. Maybe it's the little thing <laughs> that you stick in your ear that right, just translates yeah. for everyone. Little Doug Adams. Yeah, but what what you know whatever it is that gets us all 
communicating on the same page, that's when those things are going to start. But is it, you know, as long as we have places like North Korea that cut their themselves off from the rest of that, exactly. though, those conversations can't take place. So yes, I do think it is possible in a you know a thousand year scope of uh, you know trends and and maybe a few more really destructive wars. And, okay. Yeah, but yeah. At some point, it, we can agree to we can figure yeah. out how to you know, peacefully live in a society. Or the uh, the outside um, villain comes in, uh, you know, the the aliens invade. You know, at that point we have a a common enemy, you know, something something that catastrophic. Um, we <laughs> See, I always see the aliens as opposite. Like they'd come down and basically be, be way smarter than us and be like, you fucking moron children. Why are you still arguing with each other? <laughs> like if they're that advanced, they'd be so much more utopian utopiastic? I don't even know. Do you think they would offer us some interesting technology to solve all of our problems? Where do you think we got Velcro? (laughs) Tang. And Men in Black. (laughs) I I think that that maybe it's just, again, my ridiculous optimism, but over time... You know, if if harmony is something we can all a agree, that would be beneficial. Society would I think you're right. Yeah, I think they'd be much more. I think yeah, they would have figured it out in a sense. And I don't think they I, they would. They may have them, but they may not even understand I, the need. Again, to use I them. think that's your your butters esque utopian. Totally brain. possible. It probably is. Um, I think that you know uh, a yes, a society can evolve scientifically and uh, um, thinking wise into that culture. But I also think a military culture could reach those same technological advancements as well. So I, I don't think that just because you can, uh, um, you know, traverse light or uh, hyperspace that you are a, a undoubtedly peaceful creature. I'm not talking about technological advances. I'm simply talking about like finding a philosophical harmony amongst one another. Oh, I'm still talking about that- aliens. Well, so am I, but I mean, oh. aliens, I'm talking about a, I thought, a an advanced society, not a technologically advanced well, I, society. I, I, I thought your That's point was that about. if they could come here, then they would be... Uh, no, 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 oh, okay. no. My, my point was if they are advanced, if they're okay. that advanced. If that advanced, that what? Um, as a society, not... So again, like aliens coming here... I was using as synonymous with they've got it all figured out already. Okay. You know what I mean? Not so much that they did come here, that they have the technical capabilities to come here. It's just that they they are a, the perfect society, the most advanced society one could imagine. Mm. You know what I mean? That's kind of where I was going with it. Yeah. To, um, to me, I just kind of feel like we're the, uh, the native island that Christopher Columbus happens to stop by, you know, just because they were able to get there didn't mean they had the best intentions. Yeah, no, I no for me aliens, I, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> well, totally I like, different show. I, I was yeah, I was <laughs> I was genuinely just talking about a, a utopianistic, a utopian right society, a utopia. I like That's what you're saying I'm. about this utopia because mm-hmm. I think it's we can strive towards it mm-hmm. with the internet. I think the internet mm-hmm. is doing that, is breaking down barriers and nationalities and whatever. I, so over time. Theoretically, if we get the internet to places like North Korea, that is the first step towards opening up borders. And mm-hmm. then theoretically, we'll eventually have travel that's cheaper and not, not just, I'm, you know, flying Southwest. We're talking about, you know, the Hyperloop and something like that. And then that it will lower borders and increase communication between um, most things. So I think that that will definitely lead to this global community that you're talking about and a mm-hmm. less need to have these mutually assured destructions and anything like that. Okay. So that could be a place where we actually could destroy all nukes 
and get rid of that technology. Uh, because it might also be a dead old technology at one point. We're forgetting that. Now Now it seems like a crazy, amazing new technology. Yeah. But in some places, I mean, some places, in some futuristic ideas in 120, 200 years, whatever, we might have fusion power. And then we don't even need fission right, or yeah. any atomic yeah. or hydrogen bombs. That's true. Our it might bombs be seen might be as a joke. Right now. Right? It might yeah. be seen like a musket or something like that. Totally. Like, Why do we even need that? So- we're kind of arguing about things that we might even not even realize. Make it, we right. might have EMPs or something like that, you know, electromagnetic Or just a little pill that like creates a black hole yeah, and the entire there, world in fact, is just gone. There's True. other ways to to win wars much easier Develop and quicker and, and yeah, with, exactly. with less blood. You know, we could theoretically shut down every single computer in a country and just win a war that way maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we're just kind of thinking more um, present. Yeah, we're just present terms oh, right. okay. instead of future terms. But yeah, it is archaic too uh, because it really is World War II technology we're talking about and Cold War technology. Right, pound for pound. Go ahead, Johnny. Uh, what were you going to say? Well, no, you were you, you were mentioning the internet as possibly being the the saving grace or the thing that brings us together. The game changer. Yeah, and I, I actually think that built on the backbone of the internet, certainly the internet will be part of it. But I think this VR thing. Um, okay. I, I, yeah, I sound like you know an eighty-year-old. Oh, These kids in the VR. <laughs> have you heard about this virtual reality? Um, but no, uh, from from ev from the reports I've been hearing from the the technorati, um, <laughs> the uh, the new. It, what it, the fuck was that word? Technorati. Tec no, I don't know. What fashionistas that means. and technorati. I've yeah. never heard of that. Right on. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Maybe I'm making shit up. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but either way, the the current incarnations of virtual reality systems are. To a point, certainly not perfect yet, but to a point where they trick your brain, where your brain is willing to believe that you are in a new place after about 20 seconds of moving around because you're no longer in a in a controller. You're actually moving your arm and Fuck. you see your arm moving and that creates that feedback loop uh, in the brain. Yeah. That automatic people are likening it to taking LSD Holy as much shit. as it is a mind opening experience as, as much as it is putting you somewhere new that you've never oh experienced God. before. Did you guys read Ready and, Player One? No. Sorry, what is that called? Ready Player One. It's a no, book. I'm not. It's really good. Hmm. It's it's like the Matrix meets Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. Oh, right on. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, but I'm just assuming that the the new VR is going to be essentially putting us in rooms with other people uh -huh. and making the world even smaller than it already is. So you were talking about transportation. I don't even think it's going to be about transportation. I, I don't think it's going to be about getting a supersonic jet. We have to leave our living room. Yeah, it's well, certainly sex is <laughs> going to come into it. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be about you know getting that, um, bringing the world to you rather than you going to the world and everything is going to be the same. So I think, you know, once everyone's living room is the same place. So why will you, we need war? Yeah, you might be less likely to uh, uh, to want to bomb someone when you were sitting next to them playing chess with them, you know, two days earlier. You know, it's uh, I made you be optimistic. Um, I don't know. That was your fault. But, uh, technology did it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Can. Technology can save us just as much as it can destroy us. You were going to say something before, Joey. Hmm. Well, I, talk, go ahead. Uh, I guess I kind of liked your North Korea. I wanted to delve more That's into North what, yeah, Korea. Yeah, I wanted to go to North Korea too. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. What did you want to say? I kind of just had questions that like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's okay, North Korea? So question. what what, what happened recently, fuck? Sean? Tell us what happened. I don't. I I don't know. They t they tested another. For, They've been as, testing. As just a side sort of comic note, it's hard to kind of determine whatever happens in North Korea because all I ever see are just pictures and videos of King Jong um King Jong. Oh my God, Kim Jong Un <laughs> just pointing at shit. He's just like just videos and pictures of him yeah. pointing at something. That's all I see. It's just 
him pointing at shit. Um, so isn't, isn't I, I think the that, most of the recent thing he was pointing at. God. Oh no, I was gonna say that's the the joke in uh, in Hollywood circles is that's how you take a picture of a director. Uh, the director's yeah, yeah. pointing at something, but yeah. he uses two fingers. Oh, oh yeah, Kim, two, Kim two uses two. No, no, directors. Yeah. Directors use two. Don't they use two? Like, like, well, so like where the camera you, is. If you make a V and oh, then point. That, that's that's the universal. I think that's more of a like DP signal. But yeah, it's more a DP signal. But okay. it also directors do it too. Yeah. But yeah, I guess di- directors do point at shit a lot. Yeah. I don't like to point. That's stupid. Pointing's yeah. mean. Um, oh, look at me, I'm a director. Yeah. yeah. Shit. I don't even like to say action. Look at that fucking thing. You like to say action? No. Why not? That's weird. It's. Um, too demanding. Yeah, it's too forceful. It's yeah. too. Um, Whenever you're ready. Yeah, ready, set, go. Uh, it's too. You know, I like that uh, idea of um, you know uh, uh, giving an actor the ability to to enter and do what they need to do. So action just kind of gets that little extra adrenaline. If you're doing an action scene, certainly yeah, action. I, might I think be it helpful. depends on the movie. But if genre. you're doing like a love scene and two people are about to kiss and you're like action, and well, then you fucking said it wrong. Well, if they're that, about to kiss. You just say action. That's still, that's still, yeah, a little weird and creepy. Some actors need that bell. Like, they need to hear action Well, that's when you get the cattle prod out. I mean, they're just, you know. (laughs) They are. I was was thinking you just don't say action then. If an actor asks, if an actor requests that you don't say action, then you just don't say action. It's pretty simple. Uh, They still need to know when things are ready. Then so, you, you figure out that language if right. they want and, you to point or they just want to go when, you know, the, the, you'll say rolling in speed and then they go when you feel like it. Then you as the director say, okay, that's fine. That's, let's that's make the whole fucking set. <laughs> that's fine. That's the way it works. Unfortunately, the actors are the ones being seen. They're yeah. the ones, they're the stars. There's oh, no, nothing we can do I was just trying to get it. back to actual nuke talk. So uh, <laughs> Kim Jong-un likes to point at shit. So the most recent thing he was pointing at was apparently another nuclear test where they shot something off. It was like a five point something measured as an earthquake and mm. it, that people weren't fully sure what it was, but then reports started to come out that yes indeed they had tested is this the most largest. recent one or the second most recent one oh there if yeah, there's, there's been there like might be, five in the five point six or something there, there's, there's probably sounds like a more past, most recent one like two about two weeks ago uh, that's the same one i'm talking about oh, okay yeah that's the one i was talking about the, 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 everybody thought it was an earthquake first and then it turned out it was mm, there was reports that came yeah, i thought they kind of knew it at first but yeah maybe you're oh wrong. okay sure Go maybe, ahead. I'm, maybe yep. my, my I mean, lens was just i'm sorry or whatever no that's fine it might not be their fault i mean mercury is in retrograde I don't even know. Again, let, let's leave that. I don't know. Any let's, let's move on. Stick it up Uranus. Indeed. Get it, Uranium? Is it okay? Is it a good one? Is that fun? Uh, sure, sure. That was a stretch, but... <laughs> Stretching Uranus. Sausage! Um, I don't know what I was talking about. There was a test. Nuclear... Do you, okay. North Korea. Unfortunately, North Korea as it stands... Oh, we should talk about the flood. Whatever. No, no, North Korea, man, just what the fuck? I don't know, man. That's, that's my that's my question. <laughs> so theoretically, they, tested, they have nuclear weapons. They're testing yeah. nuclear weapons. Are, they uh, have a rocket and they have nuclear weapons. That's what they're trying to get, so they can either attack or they can they can say that you know. And I don't know if they're going to attack I Japan or South respect. Korea. I feel like it's at its core about respect, but at a certain point, it might be so consuming because, well, sure, you have it, but is that really enough? That's to true. Gain they might respect? not respect you until you actually use one. You know one. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and North Korea is just fucking crazy enough to, to be like, yo, we're going to bomb South Korea, and yeah. then there's World War Three. Yeah. Uh, it's possible. Um, it doesn't have to be World if they War III. That, that would have to mean that Kim Jong-un or someone very uh, psychopathic Irrational. would have to be completely in charge. Um, and that Because that's a suicidal <laughs> mission. Sounds like you well, described people, exactly the reality of the situation. People no, no. It's close. Be, I, don't thi- I think he's... You, don't think he, you think he's a little bit more rational than that? I don't know about him. I, got, I really don't know enough quite there. People seem to be genuinely worried about the proposition of Trump being in that position. 
Yeah. If we have them, why don't we use them? Yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I am worried. I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh I don't think he's going to use them willy-nilly. I don't either. I don't but think I he... think in certain situations, he's more Maybe apt to use them than other politicians, mm. which is dangerous in the sense that because we have second most and we can use them. We actually have the power to use them anywhere in the world at any point because of our subs and our ICBMs and our planes and our carriers and everything. Uh, we have like four different, I think three or four different ways to deliver them, which is the crazy part. Yeah. So we actually could deliver a Duke anywhere at any point. Well, I think we're also- Russia kind of too. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to make a point I've made before, which is that we are at a point where we don't have to have that responsibility with one person. We can, you know, make that a, an elected committee or make that, you know, there, it, there was a point where there was, you know, communication issues and you needed just one person to be in charge of that. If oh, all okay. Theoretically were, like a crimson tide exactly. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Where the, the, the captain on a, on a nuclear sub had all the power. Right. Instead but, of the president or something. Yeah. That's actually my, my next question, I guess. I kind of want to lead into that. That's okay. I should someone be able to override it? or Yeah, or who has the power? Should I just not be able to turn the key in the silo? Yeah, should two people have the key and turn at the exact same time and repeat the password at the same time? Or should it be the president who just has the code and can use it at one the same time? One person is too powerful. Absolutely. Mm. That's the way it is. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's, and that's crazy. That's insane. You're absolutely right, come to think of it. Well, I mean, One person with all the power, no. That yeah, should not be the way it is. Yeah. With a nuclear weapon, no. I mean, in the same way that declaring war, it, you know, we, we sort of understood. Honestly, you, nuclear weapons are crazy, of course, but the combined might of the nu of the U.S. military with one person is just as crazy. Yeah. Think about all the M1 well, Abrams why. tanks we have. Well, that's the whole Combined point. of them, how, that's just as bad as any nuke. Well, yeah. because that, well, Or uh, one, that, one carrier of ours. That, we goes have back to our, that goes back to our war point where, yeah. you know, we needed when Congress we to declare, declare war. war. And so it's like we, we sort of agreed in the sense that it was too powerful for one person sure. to have. And then it's, it's since become, you know, that we found a loophole for it. Um, so yeah, I think that loophole should be closed. I think one, I think, you know, any, any one branch of our government having that power is way too much. And I also wanted to add the nuclear football. Like not only is it- What does uh, that mean? Oh, the nuclear football is like- The a, code book. It's a code book and it's also a little briefcase, which basically means that you can access it at any point in time. So a secret service member oh, literally will carry yeah. it with them and the, the president will have access to it no matter where he goes. That's fucking So not only too. is it very easy access to, it's portable. So that was the deal is because like in case it has no, to the, be though. in no. the Cold War, in case a president was caught in, in From my understanding, it's not like an actual like launch facility or button. Like it's the, just foot, the, code book. the football is literally just the code to it's tell the person in the now No, no, be. not even. Because they don't want those things to be uh centrally uh manned. That's why they have the missile silos with two people and two keys <coughs> and that shit. Right. So that uh, you know, they he gives the code and then these people execute it in in the blind, essentially. They don't uh, they don't know what's. They don't know why. And that is kind of like the movie like Crimson that. Tide too, actually. Except you, 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 you add another layer instead right. of just the captain of the boat having that different code. You add another layer of people making the code. I guess. And well, we're it, the middleman. It's, it's not a layer of security. It's more of a. Uh, it's or it's not a um, a security against uh, sending accidentally sending the nuke. It's security against um, one person doing it. So you know the, it's. Uh, 
The idea currently is that if you were to, you could easily make a device or an iPhone app where the president could press the button and release nukes from wherever, but you don't want to do that because that could be, you know, a a fail point where you could hack the entire system. Right, right, right. So you, you know, you have the the system of code. So there is no one button. Right. So it is a, you know, someone actually physically has to go to the bomb and say, okay, go now. So, it, you know, it's not something where you could just do it from afar, like uh, Whopper gotcha. in the uh, 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 War Games movie. But I do bet that they had to crack down on that response time because they had to be thinking about how much time would warning would they have if, if Russia launched a, a preemptive strike, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of, you know, Dr. Strange Love and War Games and all those movies. That's true, yeah. Which is true, too. I mean, you got to be able to respond and be able to take out all their shit before they take out yours, right? I suppose, but I mean, well, that that is the entire idea of mutual assured yeah. destruction, but it, it doesn't make it a good idea. So uh, I know O'Brien is not quite, <laughs> uh, anyways, but I would say that uh, I wanted to re- to kind of move this on to another country, if you will, and I wanted to move this on to Israel. Okay, if that's okay with you, because uh, Israel is might kind not of be okay with you, but we'll see. A controversial topic <laughs> when it comes to nuclear weapons, especially because it's kind of been recently in the news because. Yeah. Uh, I forget, maybe it was Kerry or some other foreign dignity was talking about how much nuclear, I mean, nuclear weapons Israel had, and they theoretically were all being pointed at Iran, mm. which is possible. Um, yeah. And the thing right now, theoretically, Israel officially has no nuclear program. Oh, really? Uh, no one's supposed to know about it, even though almost everyone knows yeah, about it. Yeah, I thought it was public. It's like a common knowledge secret that Israel is not allowed to talk about. Yeah, I thought we no, just kind of openly gave them nukes. Everyone openly disavows it, uh, if that right makes on. sense. We did give them nukes, right? Theoretically, we gave them the technology. That's, again, classified and conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Me and my conspiracies. Air air quotes there. But yes, I think it's true. Honestly, they could have come up with the technology because a lot of, at the point, I think it was 1975 or something like that. Mm. We're talking, this is when Israel was, you know, ensured, we're we're worried about their own destruction. They actually theoretically could have been destroyed at any moment in the 60s. So they were freaked out about it. So that's why they were obsessed with getting the bomb. This was David Ben-Gurion, the the George Washington of Israel was obsessed with getting the bomb. Hmm. Anyways, they have it in what's called Demona in the middle of the desert. And there was a- Desdemona? (laughs) <laughs> and there, theoretically, there was a big deal because people were flying over and taking pictures of it mm. and they were denying it, but everyone kind of knows about it. The point is, nowadays, they have about 200 nukes. Isn't that public? It's still not. Kind of public. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say it's as public as you can get, but right without on. actually officially recognizing it. Oh, okay. So that's a lot. That's enough yeah. to right destroy a, a country. Yeah. Do you guys think that that's okay for Israel to have nuclear weapons? Why shouldn't they have them? I don't, I don't get why. Why wouldn't it be okay for them to have them? Well, because is it okay well, they're for not, new countries to get them. Yeah, they're not one of the pre-approved countries. They've done it illegally, theoretically, according to the United Nations. Oh, so the UN is the one who approves. There's only a few countries that are allowed to theoretically legally have nuclear weapons. Why is the international why is community? That? Well, isn't I think those were the countries that had it when originally the UN formed, they were they're like grandfathered in, if yeah. you will. Oh, interesting. So I think we're talking- so the UN but, was like, don't fuck it. Let's not do this anymore. By the time yes. we started yeah. making rules cool. about it, there were other no already more people countries. That had them. Yeah, exactly. The countries that do have it, let's bring the numbers down. Right. Interesting. And, but, okay. Well, which is kind of the situation we're at now. Yeah. <sighs> Except Israel is on the sly uh, with a nuclear program. Kind of like Iran recently. Yeah. Like Iran is, Isn't but that's kind of- Pakistan as well? North Pakistan Korea as well, We yes. know Pakistan has them. In that, and they're and public so about India. it? Kind of. Same thing with Israel, yeah. right? Yes, those those two, yeah, exactly, are similar. In, India is the same as well, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's, you know, there's plenty of nukes to go around, but, uh, I, I always go to that utopia. I'm not even going to fucking bother going there. I, like, sure. you know, as a quick side note, my whole point is just, you know, if as a society we can agree that there is a UN and we can we can theoretically overall trend into the entire world being part of the UN, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then we can come up with some sort of rule that could work as far as who is allowed to have them, who's not allowed to have them. And I think moralistically speaking, getting back to the real question at hand, which is should should other people be you know be allowed to tell other countries that you can't have them which i guess is what we were talking about now no man i don't i i, I don't know I, I don't i don't think one country has the right to tell what another country can or cannot do without some sort of agreed upon contract i.e the UN, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if you're not inside that contract. Yeah, if you're not a member of the UN. If you're not a member of the UN, then how the fuck can you tell someone that you can't have them? If no. you're in the UN, well, then sure, and that's I mean, you're part of it. India and, that's and Pakistan are certainly part of the UN. And Israel's that's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're in that, then yeah. then but you guess, who, a, guess who isn't in the UN? North Iran? Korea. Oh, North Korea. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. then that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, they, you know, if are they actually, hold on. No. No way are they in the UN. No. No, they're not. South Korea is. But they have spoken to the UN before. I think they have oh, a delegation that, or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, but but no, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're part of the UN and you as a you're group right. have, have agreed that there are some sort of police force at hand, it's the exact same thing as any other society, just globally speaking, with their leaders. I mean— But again, that's, you know, like our country, just because the law is made doesn't mean that everyone agrees with it. So just because you're part of the UN doesn't mean that you voted for everyone not having nukes. Well, right, right. I mean, there are, of course, you know, there, I mean, there are unjust laws, yeah, so I mean, it can be changed. Exactly. But if There's those are the current laws, then, yeah, well, sure, but then you can make your case as far as why it shouldn't be a law. But mm. but my point is, once you've entered into that contract as a society, then you're obligated to follow that law. If the law is unjust, then it is your obligation, many would say, to argue against that law. So, so sure, that's fine. What should be the penalty then? Being nuked? To what? <laughs> Penalty for what? Yeah, for countries that, you know, enter the UN and then g- turn their back and actually make nukes when they're not supposed to. Sanctions. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. The, the and, same thing, yeah. The, yeah, what the we're doing essentially. We Pretty it's much not, everything except for violence. Yeah. Yeah. As much as you can do without killing someone. But we can delve into the real philosophical question. I mean, mm-hmm. so, so if that, well, I guess that goes back to our point. I mean, is it, is it, is it just to have nukes in the first place in that society? And thus, it, should we, in the UN, say that we can't... Well, no, that just goes back to the same fucking point we just asked. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, I wanted to say that North Korea actually is a member of the UN. Oh, really? um, they North don't, Korea is a member of the UN? They're a full member since 1991. Um, oh. But they don't have a, a member that's elected to the Security Council. So they are a member, though. They have a representative. Weird. Yeah. Hence why we are able to impose sanctions on them. Or I, I had no idea. That seems yeah, so there's crazy. Ton, there's, that tons of, the, there's tons like of like every sanction. sanction. Yeah, there's, ever. A, there's like a bunch of them. Obviously, they don't give a shit. But right, they should. But yeah, mean, honestly, Israel doesn't really give a shit too about the UN. Um, and that's another kind of what thing I was talking about um, earlier. I was saying, I don't know, because Israel is one of the ones that we kind of slide. Let's slide there because even though they do have, you know, nuclear weapons without legal permission. You know. Well, okay, yeah. We, we don't do anything about Everyone it. Everyone sort of I think agrees I jumped, it's okay. I jumped too far down the road. We, we don't treat them the same way we treat Iran or North Korea. Right. Is it okay to tell another country that you can't, that you, that you, is it okay to tell another country how they should defend themselves? Yes. Yeah. No. No? I mean, you know. I do. I, I do. Really? Well, I think there's agreed upon, but exactly. simply Geneva Convention. Agreed upon is the yeah. operative word there, though. Yeah. 
I think we've come to that point. I think, honestly, this sounds so um, historically biased, I guess, if you will, mm -hmm. but ever since World War II, we haven't agreed upon war game kind of mentality. Not war game, I'm sorry, war crime mentality. Okay. Uh, and we know what is wrong and what is right. We can't, we can't go back to pre-World War II mentality. I think, and that's kind of, nuclear weapons are part of that mentality. Yeah, I, I well, I, I feel like it ebbs and flows. Like there was the uh, very sort of staunch old school military style of, you know, lining up your soldiers row by row and going at each other in that very sort of formal, everyone take a step forward. Now everyone take a step forward and like, you know, uh, hitting um, wagon trains on the path was considered bad form and, you know, things that you wouldn't necessarily do in a respectable war. And then, you know, we kind of come to the revolutionary war where that becomes like the standard tactic. We essentially won that as, as a guerrilla warfare. Sure. And mm -hmm. then, you know, we and flow cheated. again back to you know your trench warfare right. of fucking always, it, world war yeah. one then you know that becomes a very you know step forward step forward step forward very you know uh specific type of fighting and then you know we get into vietnam where right. it's again that sort of someone uh, cheats the other team you know exactly. says okay now that's war then someone cheats then the other team says now that's war exactly well so okay i mean in that in that sense that let's let's empathize with the enemy let's just say you know i north korea or or israel or iran's logic is well look, what if some fucking tyrant ends up becoming, you know, leader of America and wants to just nuke us at any yeah. point for whatever reason they want, It we'd have better chances if we have one of them not nuking exactly. us because at the very least we'd be able to throw it back. That's, their, part of that's their mentality. They're, they're joining They're mad. using the Cold War mentality of mutually destruction. Yeah. Right, exactly. Which, and and actually, that doesn't and sound I, like an illogical step to make. I mean, yeah, and we used it 20 years earlier. It's tough to argue against them. And, right, and, exactly. essence, and that we're still are using that it. That puts them on our playing field. That automatically Makes them a world power. Yeah, that puts them up there and with Russia and the US. And that's why Korea likes it as the symbol, I yeah. think. And they want to be talked about as a member yeah. of the world power more than anything. I think that's kind of the point about respect. Korea is yeah. they're obsessed with this respect and being thought about as this Booyakasha. Yeah, this big, <laughs> this big world power. Um, My way. So yeah, so I guess if, if in that the case, then are we justified in saying that you can't have them? Uh, yeah, I'm to still, anybody. Well, yeah. based on you can look at their history, and you can look at their human rights violations, and you can look at things like that, and you can look at their ability to control their own military. That's interesting. Okay, so there's uh, a certain there's a certain way that you ought to like, have exemplified like, yourself as a governor society. Kind of like getting a license to drive. Like, right. you know, if you pass the test, kind of as <laughs> are a country, you societally immature. Enough? Are you mature enough? That's yeah. interesting. Were, were our societies mature enough when we got them? No. no. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, actually, it, uh, no, know. we weren't. We used them. Yeah. <laughs> if you used them, I don't think you were mature enough to have them. You well, then you I mean? could argue that Russia that never used them. I agree. Yeah. They're mature but, enough. Yeah, but then maybe they might have even been more mature when they got France them. and the UK have never used them. Yeah, they might be. They might have been more mature before they got them. So the them. only people who yeah. are, can't use it are us, the ones who have. Yeah. Much no, 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 no. We, we, we got it before we were mature enough to have it. We yeah. are mature enough to have them but now. It, it, okay. We, well, we may, we may <laughs> have. you we American. Well, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying, uh, you know, even, even as a, uh, if I, I was British, it'd be the same logic. I agree with him, but I think the reason that we are mature enough to have them now is because we weren't and we used them. And we we learned it. We yeah, learned that lesson quick. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it, we that's would easy ever for you to say. I mean, if someone looks at Trump, they would say you did not learn shit. Well, yeah. no. What I'm saying is, I don't.
don't think we would have ever been mature enough if we hadn't actually dropped them. I I think that, uh, you know, we we never would have been that. For instance, I don't know if you know Douglas MacArthur. I mentioned him earlier. He was the general back in the beginning of the Korean War, and he wanted to drop a bomb in North Korea. Hmm. Uh, You know what? You're so right. And how many many people in this country— It was so close. It was Hmm. really close until Truman— told him, fuck you, and made him resign and, and, oh, really? and took away his stripes. And yeah. this was the highest decorated general of all time. Mm. Even much. beyond that, how many people in this country today will say like, oh, just nuke them. What's the problem? Totally. Yeah, just I nuke them. What's gl- the big deal? Glass them is the term. Uh, really? Oh, wow. That's interesting. I never like turn that. the sand into glass yeah, when you exactly. heat it too much. Yeah. That's, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's a fucked up. That's harsh. Yeah. This is specifically uh, we, racist too, actually. We did it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, good I mean, call. They could be talking about Nevada. Sure. Yeah, right. We're going to nuke our own country. We did. We had. <laughs> You're right. Fair enough. We've dropped more nukes on Nevada than any other country. Certainly. They could be talking about the Gobi Desert. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we aren't mature enough to have it. Well, I guess th- that's the the we is. The, I think we are now. Word, then. I mean, I maybe our that... government is mature enough. Well, you yeah. said earlier that because we have one person controlling it, maybe we aren't. Maybe we have to also look at that. Who's got mm-hmm. control? Yeah, you're right. One person, maybe we take away your power. You're totally right. Yeah, if there isn't enough, so, if there isn't enough societal what, backing what, behind it. I mean, we have, what you, would the ideal be? Who, who should be the commander in chief? How should we decide to? <sighs> Ideally, do those it would things? be more by committee kind of thing. Um, but then again, that's not perfect either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. How many people on this committee? The Joint Chiefs of Staff, I would assume, is the one we already kind of have in place. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, they're the ones that currently advise the president, yeah, and then and they the make the final. President just has the call. Yeah. If it, let's just say we could presuppose that like Congress was should able they be to, elected? Let's well Ooh. the Joint Chiefs just aren't elected, aren't they? Maybe we could have the Speaker have a vote. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Um, what if we go back to Congress being a, able to to, to vote declare war a, to declare war in a yeah. sense? Let's just say we're able to. Let's say it's small enough and allowable enough and fast enough where Congress can kind of vote on their iPhones real quick, right? Well, could we even just take the first step of saying that a nuke cannot be dropped unless war has been declared? Yeah, I think that's a good step. Yeah, why that? That's a great step. Even in in the eyes of the UN as well, like the the entire UN. But to be fair, I can't imagine a situation where we would ever drop a nuke without declaring war. Well, I mean, that's if the whole- North Korea, we have, if North exactly, Korea, said, yeah. I guess we'd have to declare we war declare as war. while the fucking things in the air. Right. And you, you could right. certainly declare war immediately. Yeah. We declare know? war immediately in yeah, sure. Pearl Harbor. I mean, but like, I mean, this goes after. back to the thing of like Congress actually having a little control and all the voters having a little control in that right. stuff. And the idea that it's not just in one person's hand. It would be hand. so obvious that we'd have to declare war. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I actually, that's, it couldn't B-Rock just make that a, an executive order that what? nukes couldn't be deployed unless war was declared. I don't know. I, mean, I don't way. believe that's an executive order he can that change. That seems exactly like an executive order thing. I don't know if that can change. I don't know if executive orders can expire then the next president comes along. So theoretically, if Trump comes along, he can just get rid of that. Yeah, yeah but nevertheless, but it would he, at least. You know, that's it not would a big be, deal. He's just he's just making a rule for himself to follow. Yeah, right, but, well, it would but be if, a thing. if it's smart enough that it's like, it becomes a thing and then everybody hears that, that about that as an executive theoretically, order. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe he starts Trump, a trend and then Hillary could then continue right, the trend. Everyone says then, that's a good well, idea. Even if, Trump, even if Trump gets into office and, and Barack has already made that thing and everybody's like, yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea actually. And then if Come. Trump rescinds if it, then Trump Congress t- tries makes it to rescind a law, it, right? Then, then Congress would could could veto that in a sense. I don't know. Is that exactly? Can that be correct? I think he can just simply rescind it. I don't think he needs Congress. Wait, no, Perhaps, no, he rescinds it, but then Congress says, "No, no, that was a good fucking law." Right, and then yeah. Congress trumps uh, Trump. 
Well, you're. Fuck. S- I you're wish that that didn't one, work so well because now I'm almost, <laughs> I wish that were true. But one, you were talking about a Republican-controlled Congress in realistic life. They would not be doing that. Sure. Uh, is that but, what we're talking about? You said c- well, just, Congress would just, Trump Trump. No, I, I, are we expecting a Republican-controlled Congress? Yes, though there. Yes, we are. Really? I, I was going with you in the theoretical uh, sense. I mean, the jumping house, into reality on Joey's that. boat, I can understand where he's coming from in okay. the sense that it might not be the case. But I think in your instance, in a, I think you were talking about a, this weird utopia where where <laughs> where Trump gets into office. Yeah. But also we end you up. You can getting, call that a utopia <laughs> if you want, sir. But <laughs> no, no, no. What, what, uh, as far as to put the yeah. put the st- as far as this law is concerned, right? Like, if our question is, is it a good idea to have, you know, Congress? It's the two-step-ahead chess game. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know, whatever. You get the idea. It's yeah. a good idea to float by. I just, again, it could be just, I'm saying, taken away simply by the next president office. That's all I'm saying. Well, no, and you're I mean, right that maybe Congress can take up this law because they've floated the idea and it's worked or whatever. But that doesn't guarantee anything. Right. Regardless of the methodology of it becoming law, if we made this a law, would this not alleviate a lot of the, yes, the concerns and issues sure. we have? Yeah, I mean, we, we could be okay with a Trump presidency if this law was enacted. No. Okay. We, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd be less... We'd be less worried about oh, the nuclear... Exactly. The yes. element of Trump's sure, presidency. Sure, that one element. If that one... Right. If that law, yes, that would alleviate... Here's the thing, guys. Nuclear bombs, yes, I know they're horrible, but the, the combined power of, like I said, one new aircraft carrier is easily the amount of one nuclear bomb. We could yeah. bomb the amount of the radius right, of yeah. one city with four, with four of our planes just in two different... Uh, Sav- what's it called? Sally's? Shit, what the word? Uh, they go out, you know, no when patrol. Oh, yeah. Oh, a run? there's a word for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such an S. Damn it. I you can't remember. Fuck. Our, okay, anyways. Our, our military listeners will be Silly pissed. little flyby. Exactly. <laughs> Sor- sorties. Sorties, there you go. Sorties. Right. Cool. Yeah. I've never heard of that word ever. Sorties oh. is when you go and yeah. drop your bombs and come back. Uh, anyways, the point is that uh, we that's the power there. So it doesn't mm. really make that much of a difference. We have to think about the total power of the combined military, which we were talking about earlier. Um, I wanted to maybe see if we can talk about Japan as uh, a model. Sure. Because they basically said no nukes, never, for the rest of their entire life. That's in their constitution. Mm. And that's kind of interesting. How do you feel about that? Wasn't that part of the constitution we kind of wrote for them, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I don't know. It, about for, that's not true. No, we didn't write it for them. I mean, uh, the people in power were we, allies of us. It, it, but I mean, we were war. we were very influential on their wow. forming of their government and their government being formed without military thoughts. Well, uh, it was just right after World War II, so right, everyone yeah, who yeah. was pretty much in power was dead. Right, and we were trying to help them reform their society in a less militaristic way. But they also, they were, they were interested. They're they, right, and they've grown with it. Think and about they, Godzilla. Think about how yeah. influential. Yeah. Think about how influential nuclear bomb is in their society. Totally. To, to the extent that they have so many cartoons and movies and culture influence. The point is that they view it as something that should never happen, and it's influenced their society so much like that. So they. They definitely view it as something that shouldn't exist. Right. And I, yeah, I'm just saying that we helped to influence that. experienced it. To be exactly. the only ones to have never yeah. said that. To, 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 to be the only ones who have experienced it are the only ones who said it should never. we should never have it. We will never have it is touching and poetic and, I, and I, very telling, actually, as far as, yes, I, I think that that I think that we ought to examine that philosophy and mind, mindset a little bit more. 
Yeah, I'm just saying they they could have easily gone the revenge mode. They could have easily gone the fuck the world. We're going to get as many nukes as we need. But they might be more enlightened as a result. And And there's no question they have ability to. I mean, you just look at their ability to create any type of technological masterpiece. That's racist, Joey. Well, no, oh, I mean, that's, it's, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's interesting that, that was racist. both that was, them and I Germany. Uh, I was being a I mean, you know, the. But, that, but why? Because the Marshall Plan, honestly, uh, the American investment, like you said, in Europe and Japan, we invest in their industries and they've mm-hmm. flourished. And yeah. look at the results today. They're two of the strongest economies in the world based on their size, considering. Yeah. I, uh, if, if Japan were to make the case, were to actually kind of state to the entire world, in a compelling element or in a compelling, you know, case, why we all should never have them. I think that they're the only ones who could possibly do it and explain it in a weird way. But I also don't don't know if it would do anything. I don't think that it's possible. Well, it, it needs to happen in VR, then we'll be cool. There it is. Barack Obama recently visited Hiroshima. Um then it went a long way. I think it was the first time a sitting president it visited. Is, yeah. It is indeed. Uh, that's pretty amazing. Which is very amazing. Yeah. I, I can't believe it hasn't happened earlier. No, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's not amazing that he went. It's amazing it was the first time. And yeah. I, I don't so know. many people didn't care about that too. It's really weird. I think, and, and, and Trump turned it around to be like uh, embarrassing for the American. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like, oh, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, he hmm. phrased it in this light of, you know, like, oh, he was, he was, yeah, it was shameful. Like, you know, Obama was on his knees out there, you know, like, you like know, begging for forgiveness or something along those lines. You know what? I'm sort of strawmanning his hmm. perspective Kinda, a little bit, but it was something, it was just kind of like embarrassing man. in a weird way. Hmm. He's basically saying he shouldn't apologize for any of America's actions ever. Kind of. So, yes. Yeah. I think it was, it was like, know, it's unpatriotic and it's, you know, it shows, it shows weakness. How very Egyptian. Yes, very interesting. Well, I guess it comes to that time, guys, where we have to blow up the show in a big nuclear explosion. Is it okay with you guys? Do you want to press the code with me? Do you want to turn the key? Sure. What do, I don't. I haven't agreed upon anything yet. What are we doing? We're going did, to. Did we declare war on TBC? We can. <laughs> what are we doing? What's happening? We're going to end the show with a nuclear explosion. One man made one decision the to press one button. <laughs> Before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. The truth is, I don't know, man. I just. What are you doing? Studying time code things. Trying to figure out distribution models of how tinkering releases. We'll meet again. Ah.